This program is not censored. Consider yourself warned. Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad that no one will film it, two men will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads. With Sean McBee and Trevor Thompson. Hey everybody, welcome to our final episode of Carnivore by the Wachowskis. Oh, you don't know that. I know that, because we only have 14 pages left. It might even be a short episode. Maybe we can, uh, maybe we can allow some uh, more commentary to go on. We can... I don't think we hold back on the commentary, Trevor. <laughs> we really don't, that's true. We're, we're, not, no, we're not exactly no, we known don't. for our... Uh, yeah, our uh, reserved state, you know, held back. Yeah, yeah plus remember, a brother got a grandma, and he got a cook and shit. Fucking. You got to cook. His you got to cook your grandma, dude. This script has been getting to you. I, I cook and shit, man. Uh, eating grandma. So uh, yeah, yeah, we've uh, got the Wachowski's first script. This is the final part. Uh, for any of you that have downloaded the script and are reading along, we're uh, about halfway down page eighty-nine. If you yeah. want to get we're, to that page, you can pause and get there. We really are trucking along. Yeah, uh, um, it's it's a fast read despite being really bad, and it's getting worse as it goes. Yeah, I don't know if you recall, Trevor, but when we did the first uh, part of this script, we actually commented that. When we finished that first episode, we commented that uh, one of the dangers of doing this podcast without reading the scripts in advance is that occasionally we're going to come across a good script, and we thought that might be the case. Yeah, temporarily we did, yeah. Yeah, and then episode two, very quickly, or part two, very quickly uh, relieved us of of that disillusion. Well, let's do this officially. Let's, Let's do the previously on table reads. Previously on Table Reads. Table Reads. Fuck. <laughs> that, that fuck gets me every time. It's a great. Yeah, we, we've all been gotten by a fuck, I think. So, uh, last time on Table Reads, um, basically, we got John and Ophelia. Uh, John has joined the masses of uh, people eating people and is uh, really just committed to the cause of eating people. Uh, we found out that rich people taste the best because they eat better. Right. They're Very good, questionable. They're, they're good eating. And really important to know, all you have to do to become a murderous cannibal is unknowingly eat some people meat. Right, yeah. Or, or by force, actually. Didn't they, Guys uh, are underestimating the power of Monday. Oh, yes, yes, yes that's right. Rex Mundi is, uh, of course, uh, some sort of uh, primordial god and yeah. or... He referred uh, to himself as a demon. Yeah, and or uh, an anthropomorphic personification of the very basis of hunger. Um, and So, of course, it's Orson Welles. And the, <laughs> the lady that runs the Slimage Surges Center, Ophelia's boss... Is of course I can't remember her name. And Shelley. Shelley. And it's she a, is of course the goddess of vanity. Here's how you can remember it's Shelley from because uh, it's about you know slimming. It's supposed to be the slimage, but the guy and Shelley Duvall. Gotcha. Yeah, Shelley Duvall's skinny ass from The Shining. 
So, uh, yes, she's... Oh, Popeye. She's either the the god or demon of vanity or the anthropomorph- anthropomorphic personification of vanity, something. Um, and so they're they're driving all these events. Um, oh, of course, that was only a dream. Um, oh, God. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But the dreams tend to have a grain of truth, so that's probably the truth. So that's where we are, uh, basically... Uh, Ophelia has just had this nightmare about uh, Rex Mundy and Shelley revealing themselves as these demon demigod anthropomorphic personification things um, as they drain her of all her uh, everything and then she wakes up like you do like you do after you have a nightmare exactly it was a nightmare so I guess so. We're picking up on what page? Uh, page eighty-nine, um, and uh, we'll be starting in the uh, interior mission night. So fade in. Interior mission night. Ophelia creeps down the back alley, looking for a way into the mission. She finds the basement window that links broke open. Interior mission, men's room night. Ophelia crawls down into the the putrid laboratory. The smell of the basement assaults her. Quietly, she moves through the greasy rot of the showers and enters the locker labyrinth. She hears someone descending the stairs. Trying to keep herself calm, she hides inside one of the lockers. Kuru Kuru turns the corner just as she closes the door. Carrying several empty wine jugs, he walks past the locker where she is hiding. Through the metal slits, she sees him. Suddenly, like a dog catching a scent, he stops. His nostrils flare. Blood pounds against her temples as her body sets. <laughs> oh, with fear. All, all I can think is her popping out and going, Hey, Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone, uh, do listening, anyone listening who doesn't remember the 80s has no idea what I'm talking about. No. You can't do that on television. Will not be seen at this time. Blood. Bounds against her temples as her, blo- as her body sets rigid with fear. He seems about to look straight at her when he turns and continues on his way. With painstaking care, she opens the locker, then hurries as... You can- silently, as she- silently as she can to the stairwell. Interior kitchen night. Coldly quiet, the kitchen appears to be empty. Ophelia rushes to the back staircase. Interior, John's bedroom. Again wrestling with his dreams, John lays in a tangle of sheets. Ophelia sits softly beside him, touching him gently. Hold on. <laughs> he bit the bitch's ear off. Yeah. The last I time told you she, she was, was coming room. back for seconds. <laughs> and coming now back she's, for seconds, And now babe. she's like, oh, honey, oh, honey. What the fuck? They could get two people to catch people for him. You know, two people to Look, get this to is, this is why the Wachowskis had to... Uh, transition because they clearly had no idea what life was like from the perspective of a woman. Yeah, right. They had to transition from shitty screenwriters to good ones. They jumped around a little, I guess, because I mean, look at assassins ain't shit like Bound, and none of them are like the Matrix. Okay, uh, read that last direction again, if you could. Coldly quiet. The kitchen appears to be empty. What? No. Rushed- Down. Interior John's bedroom. Again wrestling with his dreams, John lays in a tangle of sheets. Ophelia sits softly beside him, touching him gently. John. He jerks awake as though electrified by her touch. Oh, wrong kind of jerk. Sorry. <laughs> Ophelia! <laughs> that, that's how you're going to read that? 
<laughs> I just every time I see it, I think I fucked him up with the sound effects. Sorry. <laughs> I think it had that song by um Paul Simon. <coughs> and it makes me you know sick. you're breaking my heart. Yeah. <coughs> That's, That's just Cecilia. I yeah. know, but I mean, how many times do you get to say Ophelia? Ophelia you're breaking it, it, my heart. It, you're written so terribly, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ophelia? He looks around expecting another dream. What, like to come out of the closet? <laughs> I know, like he's looking right past her, you know? <laughs> yes, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> She touches his face, and the warmth of her hand fills him with emotion. And come. He wraps his arms around her, drawing her tight. Ophelia, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, it's not your fault. I brought you here. She takes hold of him in a cab. John, look at me. The police were at the clinic today, asking me all sorts of questions about Shelley and Miss Sedier. Then they started asking about Rex and the mission. He pulls away from her. You shouldn't have come here. <laughs> He's pointing at his fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Jimmy's. Re- you shouldn't have come here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you see, woman? <laughs> you brought them bitches to me. Why? What's happening here? That's what I want to know. Please don't ask me that. Why? Because you already told me and I dismissed you like a lunatic and you don't feel like repeating yourself? God, I'm such a woman. Sorry. I want to help you. No, this is not the right music. Uh, That shit was like boogie down. (laughs) You can't. It's too late for me. No, I don't believe that. Come on, we're getting out of here. She grabs his clothes from the floor and begins dressing him. Please, Ophelia, leave this place and just forget about me. I can't. I won't. Don't you get it? I love you. (laughs) Acting! (laughs) I wanted to make it, like, creepy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like a creepy I love you. You did it. My my asshole closed up. (laughs) Well done. Oh, my gosh. This fucking direction right here, man. (laughs) He didn't have to work that hard to make it creepy, to be honest. He feels those words. Oh my trying. god! <laughs> That's what I said. Fuck Hold you! On, gotta get the justice. Hold on, wait. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, I love this one. Uh, he feels those words. He feels those words, trying to heal some part of him. Oh my god! These people listen to too. the. <laughs> these two listen to the fucking cure. I love you too. Then come with me. He nods. When suddenly he sees something over her shoulder that frightens him. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, dude, we need one of those. We do need a bum, bum, bum. Yeah, what the fuck? You got Hang one? On. I got one somewhere. Hold on. No, no, no. We don't need to search for one now, but we need one for future episodes. I'm going to put it on the board Damn, now while I'm thinking about here, it. Man, that fucking knock out the park. Mm, um, what is it? Wow, that's so weird. I put in Bump Bum and Carnivore by Wachowski's PDF came up. Oh my god, it's the only thing that <laughs> came the up only in the thing results. In this script it literally exudes <laughs> Bump Bum Bum. Oh my god, that's amazing. I wish we could show this to people. Can you just do a screen grab of it? Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. We'll post, we'll put it on the Facebook page. Right. Uh, do Command Shift uh, 4 and you can draw a box around just that. 
Okay, hold on. We're learning today, folks. We are making a nigga work on the fly. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so incredible. <laughs> anyway, you have lines coming up, so we'll do that later. All right. <clears throat> she turns and finds Mundy standing behind her. Ophelia, you are, as always, a feast for the eyes. Get it? I cool. said feast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get it, fatty. Churro <laughs> stand. I have barbecue door. sauce in my coat. You guys get it? <laughs> Little packets. A bloody, <laughs> a bloody baseball bat cradled in his arm. Rex, good. I was hoping to see you. I wanted to thank you and to say goodbye. Yes. Sorry, he just says yes. Yes, I believe you will be saying goodbye, but you won't be leaving here. Will she, John? John can almost feel Moondy squeezing his intestines. <laughs> I spoke with Shelley, Ophelia. She told me you were taking, you were talking to the police. I didn't tell them anything. I don't know anything. Poor Ophelia. Still living in denial. Like so many others, unable to face what a part of them has always known to be true, there is only one truth that is un- that is universal, that is eternal and everlasting. This writing is awful. Who's fuck? My mom's calling. Oh me. shit! Shit, man! Fuck! <laughs> Hold on. Let me just uh ignore her forever. Yeah. Uh, All right. <laughs> Did it actually dead? We that? beat family. Yeah. I got. I really got to talk to her because you know okay. her mom was next door to uh, driving me crazy. Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> no, no. I mean, you know, after we get done with this. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Because my uh, grandmother is, you know. We'll be done All right. soon. All righty. Okay, where are we at now? At the hot coals or the black coal? The, 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 the black coal. The, the coal, yeah. Why don't it be black coals? Because they ain't called black. Gleam. His eyes I thought coal was black. Oh, his eyes gleam with the wet black of coal. Hunger. Ophelia feels the knife in her pocket. It is hunger that drives us. Hunger for power, for love, for money, for beauty. It is hunger that shapes us. It gives us our, our lives purpose. And in the end, it is hunger. I'm sorry, am I keeping you awake, Sean? I mean, these motherfuckers are killing it with this nigga's narrative with this hunger shit. I mean, we get I'm it. trying everything, man. We I really am. <laughs> I know that's right. Like, goddamn. It it's is, the same uh, speech. It's unpleasant to read. Time. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely unrewarding. It is hunger that shapes us, that gives our lives purpose, and in the end, it is hunger. It sounds like Agent Smith talking to Neo. Yeah, it but is purpose ex- that divides us, that drives us. I that can't oh, stand. And, and Agent Neil sort of had that same cadence as Trevor's yeah. using for Monday. Yes, exactly. It is hunger. I'm, I'm going to do it as drives I'm going to do this line as Agent Mr. Smith. Smith. <laughs> it is hunger that drives us, Mister Anderson. Hunger for power, for love. For money, for beauty, it is hunger that shapes us, that gives our lives purpose, and in the end, it is hunger that separates the world into the only two distinctions that matter, that of predator and that of prey. Nice. I, I think the Orson works better, though. I did, too. I, it, it I didn't even... I, better, I wanted to I see did. if I could do the voice. I've never tried to, to do Agent Smith. I just wanted to say purpose in that... that, 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 purpose. Uh, that, 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 that purpose. 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 
Poor piss. Poor piss. That that poor piss. Uh, All right, hold on. He steps towards her with malice in his grin, and she rips the knife from her pocket. Stay away from me! Oh, yes. I do enjoy a little vinegar with my greens. He already said that! In the dream. Oh, shit. Yeah, shit's getting real Foreshadowing, now. motherfuckers. We're good in screenwriters. It's all Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I do enjoy a little vinegar with my greens. Ophelia feels a strange, dyslexic blur of dreams and reality. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, shit, that was silly out there. Yeah, imagine being the actress that reads that and I has know. to act it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, come on, man. What am I, Olivier? Uh, Amanda Plummer would just plow through that shit. Yeah, that's true. Julia Lewis would be able to do it. What is it, Ophelia? You look as if you've seen a ghost. He grabs the knife hand, twisting it behind her. No! John, help me! Yes, John, help her. Kuru hands John the bat. He turns to Ophelia, his eyes cold, and dead. John! John! Marsha... Sorry. <laughs> Ophelia, you shouldn't have come here. His grip tightens on the bat. What? Oh, fight for your life, oh, bitch. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just thinking, like, how uh, apparently this movie is now scored by uh, <laughs> that, that motherfucker that wrote Phantom of the Opera. What's his name? Oh, Andrew Lloyd Webber? Yes. The Phantom of the Opera is there inside my mind. Boy, that man was the toast of Broadway. That yeah. guy sucks so bad. Whatever, man. He gave you. us Jesus. He gave us Jesus Christ Superstar, which I loved. Oh, that was him too? Fuck him. Yes. <laughs> and all and that Cass. Joseph... That that and, and uh, the, the mini colors coat thing, the coat of many colors, and Joseph, yeah, the the whole, Joseph dream from code. the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Like, oh yeah, and he uh, he had a, a Brighton partner too, man. They, you know what? The fuck, man. Nobody else was doing it. Yeah. Shit. He left. He loaded long. Shit. Uh, by the way, he was writing a sequel to Phantom of the Opera. Uh, he had written an entire sequel to Phantom of the Opera, right? And somehow. His cat walked across his keyboard and deleted it from existence completely. That's literally not that, possible. That is very fucking convenient. That's the story he tells. That's very not possible. I heard it on the radio. It must be true. What, NPR? Yeah. Oh, okay, probably is true. Ha! Um, anyway, let's continue on. Um, oh, his grip tightens on the bat. You read that? His grip tightens on the bat. John, fight him. It's not too late. You have to believe me. John, please, I love you. Of course. The magic elixir of love. But what is love, really? Sadly, it is little more than something we simply acquire. Is it hunger? Is it hunger, Rex? (laughs) Is love really just hunger? It's just fucking hunger. I'm going to warn lines before he says hunger again. (laughs) (laughs) Just hurry up and eat somebody, damn. I mean, they probably have the word hunger in the thesaurus right next to the script. (laughs) 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 Just like... What else can we say? <laughs> they just like they Xerox that page and they cut out all the synonyms and then they just literally just like throw them on the page and wherever they land they write around it. Yeah. 
Oh, where was I? Uh, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. What is love? <laughs> but what is no love? More. Sadly, <coughs> sadly, it is little more than something we simply acquire a taste for, like sex or power or chocolate. I myself must confess to a certain weakness for vegetarians. Oh, aren't you funny? He holds her face as if he might kiss her, staring at her mouth. Such beautiful canines wasted. Oh, he eats dogs now? (laughs) Ophelia rips free of his grip and bites down, sinking her teeth, those beautiful canines, into Mundy. Mundy howls with rage. Into his hand. Oh, to his hand. Mundy howls with rage as John's face contorts as a bestial cry rises out of him, and he raises the bat. Smashing it down, cracking it against Mundy's head. Aw, oh, take oh, that, bitch. Ophelia tears free, and Mundy falls while John attacks Kuru. Kuru forces him back into the bathroom until he grabs Ophelia, and they bolt free from the room. Kuru helps Mundy, blood oozing down his temple as he quickly regains consciousness. Kill them! Interior stairwell night. I hope my neighbors are home. <laughs> Auto rises. Up the stairs, a cleaver in each hand as Ophelia and John turn, scrambling back up the stairs. At the end of the hall... Sean is acting it out and not making any sound. It's literally for nobody but him. (laughs) I'm getting in character, man. All right. (laughs) This is the part, man. Sorry. This is the part. This is the part we were waiting on. At the end of the hall, Kuru now rushes towards them as they flee, running wildly through the first door, with the first open door, slamming it and bolting it just as Kuru batters against it. What are we going to do? What are we going to do, Eddie? What are we going to do? <laughs> Caged windows glow with moonlight. It seems that they are trapped. John examines them, even as Kuru and Otto continue to bludgeon on the door. What's all this waste stuff? They just want the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rabbit. There is a small padlock and latch which is screwed onto the window's latch. The jam. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of lamb and meat. The, the window lamb. I know. It's, it's just all this talk of stew. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I need. You know, it's kind of stupid. You eat all these people. You have a nice lamb right there on the window. Yeah. I need. He takes the dinner knife from her. The screws turn painfully slow as the door shrieks with every shouldered blow. Finally, the cage opens. They are over two stories above the alley. To the left, several windows away, is an open window. It's the only way. The bolt begins to splinter. You first. <laughs> Ophelia summons her courage and crawls out onto the stone ledge. I'm right behind you. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. <laughs> Forcing herself to stare at the open window, she edges toward it. John looks back once. The door suddenly quiet, then climbs out onto the ledge. Together, they slide. Inch by inch, <laughs> Niagara Falls stone edge. <laughs> Careful! Ophelia slowly reaches for the sash. Bending down, she crawls into the dark opening. There is a muffled bump, as if she fell to the floor. <laughs> Ophelia? It's the just me. I fell. <laughs> unable to see inside the black hole. Ophelia! He is about to climb in when, Oph- when Otto jumps out at him. John shouts, twisting away, but loses his balance. His arms flail wildly, trying to find some kind of hold as he begins to fall. He dives forward, grabbing hold of the window ledge. Legs kicking helplessly, he dangles over the alley, holding on to the ledge with one hand. 
Munch steps out of the shadows. Jimmy, Jimmy, are, are, you, are, you tr- are you trying to push through this as fast as possible? No, I was, you know, when it's they start into some action. He's getting into I, it. Okay, I, I, okay. I, I, Come on, I man. It, I get into it like it's like they're running bases, man. You don't need to defend yourself. He was wrong. You were right. Keep going, man. <laughs> Ophelia! She's here. Don't worry. She'll be joining you soon enough. <laughs> Bundy smiled. You came here with only one thing to offer me. Your hands. And that's why I couldn't let you leave, John. We had a deal. He nods to Otto and suddenly sees the horror of what is about to happen. No. That's a good there one, Jimmy. Flash of a sharpened wedge. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Are we, we going to let him get away with that one? He he realizes his hands are about to be cut off, so he goes, No. no. Good job, Just Jimmy. Way to emote. I'm sure your Oscar's in the mail. <laughs> it's either that or Vader. Fuck you. <laughs> in this case, I think Vader might be better. Yeah, really. Didn't you fuck with me about that shit for sure? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, Jimmy, it I might mean, the just line, be that you can't win. The line actually is no! I, I, with I, an exclamation I, I, point. Yes, and my I have already stopped on the fact that I suck, okay? So we don't have to fucking argue that thing. Hmm. No. No. There is a flash of sharpened wedges. Do not want. <laughs> <laughs> Jamil, leave me alone. (laughs) This is an unexpected and unwanted outcome. (laughs) Danger, danger. (laughs) There's the flash of a sharpened wedge of steel as the cleaver. Hang on a second. I got to get rid of this music. Otherwise, I'll have to set up my overhead projector for the fucking business meeting. Jesus. You're about to fade. Sorry about that. There is a flash. There is the flash of a sharpened wedge of steel as the cleaver buries itself into the wood seal just behind the bone of the wrist and John screams. Ah! Oh, he gives us a scream, but he won't say no properly. Let it go. All right. I mean, seriously, man, you know I just into the alley below where he's just asking if he can say no. No. I am unclear as to whether he actually cut his hand off. Yeah, we it kept It buries him. itself into the wood sill just behind the bone of the wrist. What does that mean? And John screams, plumbing it into the alley where he slams into a pile of overripe bags of garbage. I think he did. I think he, he cut it off. off. Yeah, it definitely feels like he cut it off. Yeah, it got, it'd be like it buried itself into the wood sill just behind the bone of the wrist. And so, yeah, that, that's definitely some butchering. Uh, Jimmy, are you still near your mic? Anyway, that's definitely ah, much better. Thank you. That's that's the butchered. He butchered him. Okay. Or badly written. Keep going. It's like probably both. <clears throat> John screams, <laughs> plummeting to the alley below, where he slams into a pile of overripe bags of garbage. Yeah, you got to pick those bags of garbage when they're just ripe enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think I learned that on Sesame Street from Oscar. Yeah. I love trash. Fade to black? Where is it? I know you got to fade to black, right? Oh, sorry. Fade in. Oh, no, that's fade to black. No, we have cut to black. I don't think we have a fade to black. Uh, Yeah. Oh, too bad. I like fade to black. Fade to black. We'll just play a Metallica song. Interior showers night. We are unsure of where we are. Dirty white lines of moldy grout stretch out like lines of longitude of a dark, unreal world. 
We begin to move, dragged roughly, our blurry singled eye sliding along the greasy green ceramic tile. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they do make you swear a lot, don't they? All uh, right, yeah. Our hey, blurry single eye slot. Fuck you. Oh, fucking. <laughs> like they're getting all Sylvia Plath in the middle of some horror fiction. Hopefully our they end vi- up the same way she did. Oh. Our vision fades in and out as the world. Stick your head in the oven. We, we got that, Trevor, yes. We, we surely did. Yeah. We, we see the kids behind the doors. We just see it all. Okay, our vision fades in and out as the world begins to tilt with a ratcheting chain ringing in our ears until the hard green squares slowly fall away and spin lightly beneath us. We are dangling there when we see the bloody stump at the end of one arm as we realize that we are John, naked, hanging upside down in the shower room. Again, we black out. I am John's naked hanging upside down in the shower room. <laughs> yes, saw all of, he foresaw all of this yep. interior beat freezer night Ophelia jerks oh away. wait no, I'm sorry fade out we blacked out there so I guess it is appropriate fade out man shit yeah he interrupted you for that shit sorry my mama blowing me up okay interior meat freeze at night Ophelia jerks awake she is inside a dark cold space that feels like a coffin screaming she, be- she bangs she beats against the door, which gives enough to let the sliver of light in. Ice cold, her skin is pale moon white. Her lips already blue. Her breath steams around her as she realizes she is locked in one of the refrigerators packed with slabs of bright red and white marbled meat. Until <coughs> Jawa's night, Kuru leans over the inverted John. Am I Kuru? Yeah. Damn it. You're stew now, John boy. What are you doing down here? You see the time? Granny's gonna need help serving. In a minute. I just want a little sip of him while it's still alive and nice and warm. Interior refrigerator night. Ophelia kicks viciously at the door, but a padlock chain is wrapped around and through the handle. She cracks open the plastic shell form, exposing the inside of the door. Tearing out the old from the old foam insulation, she finds the nuts to the back of the handle. She's very Interior locker room night. Find them nuts, girl. Otto grabs his knives and the sharpener. As he passes one of the refrigerators, we see a handle screw turn and fall, making a teeny plink against the floor. Interior showers night. Half conscious, John begins to hear a familiar sound. Zink. Zink. He tries to reach up to free his feet, but he has no hand. Ophelia. She's all nice, John boy. After dinner served tonight, Rex promised us a little treat. Sashimi. (laughs) Whatever the fuck that means. Otto grabs his hair, pulling him back, exposing his throat. Grab one of them bottles. Kuru. Holds the bottle with the bloody funnel (laughs) under John's head. (laughs) The knife gleams unnaturally bright and long like a death's sight, arcing towards his neck. Suddenly, all the basement lights go out. Fucking fuses. I love that line. <laughs> that is a nice line to say that a while too. It's it's say like, it it's like uh, uh, what's his fucking name? The fucking airport. Yeah, yeah, Dennis Franz, or not Dennis Franz, Dennis. Uh... Guys, can we take a pause for a second? My mother's fucking blowing yeah. me up. I got, I gotta yeah. figure this out. Okay, let I'm me sure find out what. Yeah, all right. <sighs> okay, bring the music back, Trev. All right, go ahead. We're back. We took a little break. 
Interior locker room night. Behind the bank of refrigerators is the main fuse box. Otto slips in behind the largest freezer and finds the circuit main has been tripped. Fucking fuses! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> Read that again, just the last little bit. Otto slips in behind the largest freezer and finds the circuit main has been tripped. What? Interior showers night. John sees his pile of clothes nearby. They seem to be out of reach, but he begins to swing toward them each time, drawing closer and closer. Interior, locker room, night. Kuru finds the chain curled around the base of the refrigerator and the inverted limp handle. Kuru. Otto! Otto! Otto turns just as Ophelia plunges a long boning knife into Otto's hump. <laughs> he has a hump? He has a boning knife. Yeah, yeah remember he had a hump. I don't remember like, him having a hump. They said he was dwarf-like. I don't yeah. remember him being a hunchback. That's true. I don't remember there being but a hump in there. They about him being like hurt, lunched over or hunched over. Maybe they're expecting us to just like be racist. Know that he was enough. a humpback, you know? Know that he was like Igor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our, our racism should have just colored like, it in yeah. for them. You know, every every dwarf should look like Quasimodo. You exactly. know that? Exactly. The, these are the pre-Dinklage days. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you bitch! By the way, Sean was doing dialogue there <laughs> he didn't just like it. yeah uh, that wasn't me just talking to trevor i understand how you could get it confused yeah he grabs for her but she knees him in the groin shoving, <laughs> shoving him back against the wall where the knife hits the open fuse box electrifying auto Cooking him instantly. Because that's the way it works uh, yeah right electrifying auto that's probably his stage name that's our Interior. new baby. Yeah, the electrifying auto. Interior showers night. With the faces of holds, John catches the sleeve of his coat. Interior lockers night. Kuru sees Otto twitching. <laughs> I love how you read it like that every time. Twitching body on the floor. Ophelia runs into the dark metal labyrinth of the lockers as Kuru lunges after her. Interior showers night. Draining to stay conscious, John searches for the pockets until he finds what he needs. The dinner knife. Yeah. Interior lockers night. Ophelia creeps silently through the maze, trying to not even breathe. Kuru follows her scent, a true predator stalking its prey. She turns a corner, moving through the black space by touch, her fingers using the lockers as the blind use braille. There is a sharp metal bang behind her. She freezes, afraid. Crouching, she listens, almost feeling the darkness come alive around her as... We move up to the top of the locker where Kuru stands barefoot, perched down like a jelly, like a jungle cat. His knife hisses against the leather of his belt. Ophelia hears it and bolts, rushing blindly, searching for the showers until she runs straight into Kuru. He slams in her back, pinning her against the lockers. The long knife traces down her body like a finger. Oh, I've just been dying for a piece of this ass. <laughs> Jimmy's saying that like he says it in real life. Yes. <laughs> Hearing something, he turns to see John le- heave the enormous wine jug, smashing down onto Kuru, who crumbles <laughs> under the explosion, flailing with a shower of blood and green glass. Falling. Falling. Okay, for some reason, I read that as an eye. All right, because I'm blind. Ophelia and John collapse into each other's arms. Interior, kitchen, night. Granny stands at the edge of the basement stairs, calling into the Stygian dark. Stygian dark, really? <laughs> God damn, that is out there. And isn't Stygian isn't they, they, Stygian supposed to be capitalized? 
they are writing some Robert E. Howardy yeah. fucking H.P. Lovecrafty shit like it's supposed to be read like literature. Like you gotta, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Producers have to read this, guys. Yes, it, yeah. It, you know, idiots. Slush pile. <laughs> yeah. the people going through the slush pile. They'll go stingy and dark. Done. Stingy. Done right here. We're done. We're done. Kuru. Ado, Kuru. Quit your monkey business and get up here. I forgot how I did the granny's voice. You gotta just about that. Can you hear them? Behind her, through the double doors, the clatter of spoons can be heard. Fretting, she wipes her hands upon her apron and goes to the stove. Rex? Rex! Damn it, where are you? I need help! She tries to lift the enormous pot of stew, but is obviously too heavy. I just help her. I just told her I was doing this show. I told her I was doing this show. I said, look, mom, let's get this all straightened out right fucking now. Hold on. God damn it. All right, hold on. Yes, mom? Okay. <laughs> One more thing. All right, what? No, don't pause it. Keep it running. Yeah. Oh my God, you got me looking through for a social security card now. I knew you were. I knew that damn social security card should have stayed with you. We need you to. No. Okay, so what do you want? We need to just read a script that God wrote about Jimmy's life. <laughs> There's no screen script for Jimmy's life. Oh, maybe you we should pause this because I think he's about to read a social security number. Yeah, yeah, let's okay, do that. Good. You still working there, Jimmy? Nah, man, he ain't back. She tries to lift the enormous pot of stew, but it is obviously too heavy. The stew sloshes about precariously, or some spill, and some spills over the edge, splattering against the floor. The clattering spoons seem to react. John, dressed now with a towel wrapped around his hand, leads Ophelia up from the stairs. Granny whirls around. Oh. John, Ophelia. Her smile is dark and toothless. We're getting out, and if you try to stop us, I will kill you. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's, it's really nonchalant. We're getting out, and if you try to stop us, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> they cross to the metal back door, but each and every lock has been thrown. Where are the keys? Granny smiles innocently. I might know. Where are they? Please, John, I need help. Can't you hear them? It's late. So late. They're hungry. They have to eat. Everyone must eat. He rushes at her, pinning her throat against the metal refrigerator with his forearm as he searches the pockets of her apron. You can leave, John. No one leaves Rex. No one. John finds the keys, but when he turns to Ophelia, Granny attacks. Look out! She's he jumps of, on his. She's all of ninety pounds. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> like, like the, like she's the brittle dead, and old. Like the evil dead harpy. Yeah. He jumps on his back, knocking him onto the counter, where he slams against the enormous oven. Falling, he grabs hold of the oven door You're with yawns open. Oh my god, he's gonna throw Granny in the fucking oven. Yep. Like Hansel and Gretel. Floor. Granny sinks her few remaining teeth into his shoulder, blood bubbling out around her leathery lips as 
I John, just, how bad? I just realized Sean is absolutely right. That's what's going to happen, and it hurts. Yeah. It fucking hurts. Boo. <laughs> We're on page 100. It's 103. They got to eat. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you and the script, Jimmy. <laughs> and Larry and Andy are probably still going, you know, they just didn't like the idea of rich people being eaten. Yeah, really. That's why they didn't make it. It didn't suck. <laughs> so you just didn't find the right suckers to buy it. That's right. That's how it works. They, they weren't biting. Here's what happened. Nothing? Here's what happened that I okay. read earlier. Trimark Pictures actually bought the rights to this script after The Matrix... Oh, really? uh, became so popular. Right. But even they were like, oh man, no. this is too bad to even throw. Like, we can't even put from the creators of the Matrix on this shit. <laughs> like, it won't work. No. Well, especially after the second and third Matrixes. But they, they bought it after the first one. Like, I know, but that's, their stock dropped, you know? Like, you know, they made they wanted Quentin to do Dust Till Dawn because they had bought it off of him for like 1500 bucks and shit. So he was like, that's the first script he ever sold. So, but as soon as Pulp Fiction and all that shit blew up, they were like, hey, we want you to do this movie. Didn't he sell it you know? to yeah, but KNB? See, but see, that's the point. Yeah, is they did. Even after they were big and successful and had names that you could put on shit. <laughs> even after that. Like, that's how this, bad this, this was. This script was unredeemable. <laughs> like, it still couldn't be done. But do you think they would have done this script? Don't you think they would have been like, all right, yeah, we got to make this better? No, because well, the Wachowskis still think yeah, but, that it didn't get well, I mean, made it because the Star Wars got the, made. Dude. It would have changed through the process, you know, the script would change. They would think of other things. I'm sure, unless the people got a bunch of suck asses around them going, this shit is awesome. Yeah. You know? No, I, no, I, I think what happened was the Wachowskis thought this script was good. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we don't, we don't want to change it. We're the Wachowskis now. We don't have to change shit if we don't want to. I mean, it could. You be make done. it like this it, it, or not it, it, at all. It's just, they just need to shave it up a little more. It just yeah. needs maybe two more drafts. I mean, they need to, they they got to do something about this this heavy ass narration and yeah. the howling and blah, blah blah blah. And then my man with his fucking speeches about hunger and yeah, you know, really. it's like God damn, man, we get it. Hunger. <laughs> you should have called the script Hunger. I mean, they love that shit. It's yeah. like I hear that shit and I think of the fucking end of V for Vendetta. You know, behind this mask is an idea and a blah 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 blah. It's right. like nigga, you're dying. You got shot like ten times. You know, got I got a speech though. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're falling. Right, falling in the oven is opening. All right, falling. He grabs hold of the oven door, which yawns open as they tumble to the floor. Granny sinks her few remaining teeth into his shoulder, blood <laughs> bumping out around her leathery lips as John, oh, howling mad, gets who, hold of her. Am I the only her. one who's, who's imagining uh, the, the, the old gypsy lady from Drag Me to Hell at this point? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I think of that heartbeat. Like, I think of that heartbeat, like, you know, eat your brain. Yeah. Swallow your soul, swallow your soul. All right, um, John, howling mad, gets hold of her and flips her over Oh, oh my god and flips her over onto the other door which he quickly kicks shut Sean called it yes I did yep. as soon he, as as soon as the oven door as opened soon as it was open yep he gets the cutest cupid doll rolling her into the hot metal box locking it shut Ooh, hot metal box nice. robot yeah. sex yeah <laughs> locking it shut as she yowls in pain she the oven what? jerks bangs yow. Oh my goodness. 
The oven jerks and bangs, smoke billowing out until her screams die. John stumbles over to the steel door. The room seems to grow quiet. There is a dreamlike quality to the number of keys and locks and a dreamlike quality to the struggle to find each match. With only one hand, John fumbles the key ring. Smoke swirls around him. Sweat stings his eyes as a single sound begins to rise, like blood pounding in his temples. A sound that blots out even the metal clatter of the keys, the soft burble of stew. This way they fucked up this shit right here. Yeah. John, this shit right here, nigga. This shit right here. Damn. Ugh. John, let me help you. He almost can't hear her as she takes the ring of the keys. The, the stew continues to call, siren-like, luring him towards the stove. He stands over the pot, finger like wisps of fragrant stew, steam curling around him, running through his hair. Turning away, he looks at the smoke-blurred image of Ophelia, trying to open the door. Hurry, please. Please, sir. He sees himself reflected in the metal door of the refrigerator. A fat bubble of stew pops as the distant rhythm of the beating <laughs> blows, bows, bows. more and more. Yeah, hold on, that's a tough push. A, a fat bubble of the stew pops yeah. as the distant rhythm of the beating bows grows more and more insistent. <laughs> his mouth begins to water. His stomach growls, and when he glimpses the reflection again, he does not see himself. He sees Monday. The final lock has opened. And the Ophelia throws open the door. Outside, the alley seems empty. John, come on! When she turns back to the open door, Rex Mundy is there. Leaving before a meal is bad luck. No! John! He grabs her by the neck, backing her into the kitchen, gagging her with his other hand. It's all right, John. Go ahead. One last taste, one little finger dip, and then you can go. John feels Mundy taking hold of him. I give you my word, John. <laughs> Excuse me. I give you my word, John. <laughs> One last taste and I will release the lovely Ophelia. And you and she may do as you wish. Ophelia tries to scream, No! <laughs> I gag no. As John stands at the edge of the stove. No. No more deals. John grabs the entire pot and lifts it. What are you doing? He pitches the pot forward, throwing half the stew onto the floor. <gasps> the steaming brown liquid rushes over Mundy and Ophelia's feet. feet, running across the tiles, spilling under the double floors. What have you done? There is a huge commotion of scraping chairs and tables as the hundreds of people scramble to the doors. The first few slam against them, followed quickly by a dozen more. John holds the pot, which is half filled with stew. Give that to me. John shakes his head as the outside becomes a feeding frenzy, tongues and fingers lapping at the bottom of the doors. If you want to live, you'll give that to me. Let her go! The frenzy becomes more and more violent, marked by bestial cries as bodies begin pounding against the door. You're making your final mistake, John. Let her go! That is a horrible fucking line. You're making your final mistake? Yeah, that is so Oh my god. If you were playing D&D and the fucking like, Game Master said that you'd punch him in the tits and go home. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, that's horrible. You're right. Good. <laughs> good catch. Good catch. That's horrible. It's, it's like, like a the, Lex Luthor line. Yeah. And not even <laughs> one of the Donner ones. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Bad. 
You're making your final mistake, John. Let her go! Remember this, John. Wherever you go, I'll be there with you. What? Remember that. You are what you fucking eat. God You had oh shit God. fucking writers. Oh, why were they ever allowed to make anything? Oh, fuck both of you. I have a question. Hold on. Jimmy? Jimmy. Having read that line. <laughs> Jimmy sounds like he's recoiling. Having read that line. Yes. Do you still think that all the genius shit that you read into those Matrix movie was intentional? Matrix was good. Well, yeah, because I can see what they're trying to do here. They actually you are what you eat. They no, no, said, I'm, no, no, you not are what you eat. Not, the dialogue has always been a little fucked up. Think about it. Wouldn't we ever? To be completely fair, Sean, at I least mean, at least they waited to the second to last page to have the shittiest way, line in the whole script. It's the way he's getting all philosophical about this shit about eating and the cannibalism. You could tell that they've read up on this shit and that they're looking at it from Back some it point of view. And I'm Trevor, just like, you ugh. gotta get up if you're gonna. Dialogue's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. And the direction is getting just—it's comical. It's comical. Yes. There's only one page left after this one. Where are we? Oh, oh you are God. what you eat. He shoves Ophelia. He shoves Ophelia towards him. Now give it to me. Take it! He throws the remaining stew at Bundy, covering him from head to toe in thick brown gravy. Okay, hold on. I'm not reading ahead. It's on the next page. But what do you want to bet all those hundreds of people lapping up the stew from the yeah. from the ground come and eat Mundy because he's covered in the stew? I'm not a betting man, and I wouldn't be now because that's the bet I would go for. It's so fucking obvious. Yeah, I thought that's what was going to happen, that he's going to throw the stew on him. And then the people come in and eat uh, Let's just do it, guys. Let's go. Okay. And uh, here, Monday. Read it. that again, Jimmy. He throws the remaining stew at Monday, covering him from head to toe in thick brown gravy. Oh, no. I may as well do it that way. I mean, fuck, it's that corny. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, cornier than a scarecrow's. You know, it's like it's like close up. Go out like wicked witch. (laughs) Real close up on his face. It's the and everything goes quiet, and he goes, "Oh no!" It no, it's the Hitchcock zoom from Jaws. The fucking you know, they zoom in, and the background goes out, and you go in closer. Yeah, the vertigo. Yeah, the vertigo. Yeah, the the, yeah. They can do that, but but then the music pauses. Oh yeah, like the music goes out, and he just goes, "Oh no!" That and and then all the people come, and that would be in the trailer too. (laughs) Yeah. And there would be a record scratch right before. Oh no! <laughs> well, that was if that would be if it was a comedy. I don't know. They're, 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 they're the, cheesy enough to do that. That only goes in the trailer if it's comedy. Fine. This is yeah. A good point. Bad, bad movie. Yes. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last page, and it's not this even a full page. Bad. This is bad, man. This is. This is yeah. You don't Jimmy, this Jimmy, turn to the All right. Turn All right. The last All right. page. Let's get the this shit over. The double doors with. burst open with a savage force as. John and Ophelia jump into the alley, slamming the door shut, bracing against it as the tidal wave of humanity slams Monday against the metal. Blood pours out the bottom of the door, an unnatural amount of blood, a waterfall of red, (laughs) rushing down the concrete steps and washing over their feet. The pounding against the door becomes interior, diner, night. The pounding of the single palm against the bottle of ketchup. The bottle coughs and the thick red sauce gushes onto a hamburger. Hungry man says, Mom, I'm starving. 
As the man sinks his teeth into his hamburger, we see John and Ophelia enter the diner. It has been several days. Both are bandaged. John's hand thoroughly wrapped in they're carrying suitcases. The fat cook watches as Ophelia reaches into her pocket. She slaps the dinner knife onto the counter. It is bent and freckled with blood. And flecked with blood. Arm in arm, they turn and leave. Fade out. The End Christ, that was bad. <laughs> that was horrible. That shit hurt me physically. That ended. That ended had me cringing. So it was just, yeah. oh my god. That was and a you called it too. There's, ca- there's only one more thing they could have done to make it worse, and that's like have John order a salad. <laughs> that would actually be funny. Vegetarian thing. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been like the them pushing out the TV in the motel in the last shot of Poltergeist. That would have actually been all right. I mean, some succubus, incubus demon he turned out to be covered yeah. in feet. Because yeah. you know, a whole bunch of hungry people. If you cover somebody in food, they'll just eat that person. <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah, exactly. Well, they they were under some kind of weird like. Yeah, I mean that stew, man. You know what I'm saying? It's good that stew. Super that shit was like plop, thick, succulicious. Soylent Green is good eating. So I'm, un- I'm unsure if it's just the eating of people meat that makes you into a ravenous cannibal, or if that was actually Rex Mundy's, like, demon influence. I think that was it was the latter. Yeah, I think we- it was definitely the latter. I mean... We know that the you know the Donner Party people they they went on to live normal lives. Hey man, stop talking shit about Richard Donner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Or that soccer team yeah. from Alive. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. I forgot about Alive. That movie was oh um something uh, slightly unrelated. Um, we are now fully equipped with not one, not two, but three bump bum bums. this one from 30 rock which is not playing for some reason it's playing you've just got um, <laughs> i didn't actually cut it up yet bum, bum, bum. anyway is yeah. it true mr donaghy that your executives you're bad at that well i picked it out i didn't realize i hadn't cut it up yet i just saw well it's it a good up. thing we tested it before we're actually like yeah right needing it so um the second one was really good. I like the second. Yeah, put the ass. Yes, I'm talking about. That's a boy. good one. That's the one yeah. everyone knows. So, um, I'm really confused as to why this what movie never got made. <laughs> Are you serious? It's it's incredibly bad. Like it's it's like I write shit like that. Nobody sees it. Nobody sees it. Like, I look at it and I go, wow, look, I managed to make 122 pages of fuck. 
<laughs> you know, that's what I do. I look it over and I go, there's really nothing here that you I can do with this. Film. I mean, maybe, maybe I could take some pieces of the dialogue and use it in other shit that I might not fuck up. <laughs> but this one, <laughs> this one right here is fucked and it's not going anywhere. You know, I, I, I mean, we may go through the hate that love made and really find out that it could be a piece of shit. But I'm telling you, I crafted that thing as best as I yeah. could. Yeah, as best I could, man. Well, honestly, <laughs> honestly, the the a lot of the fucking when when you sent me when you sent me the process, which for the audience that doesn't know is the movie that we all made together. Um, when you sent it to me, and I hadn't seen it in a long time, a lot of the things that I caught about the movie that were wrong, just structurally. I knew about because I had been reading your script over and over again for the Hate the Love Made, and I was like, you know, you really, I mean, I think we even joked about it in in LA how you literally because the, the process was so meta and so you know a lot of improv went into it and a lot of people coming up with the story as they went along, and you did you did a 180, you banged a Yui in terms of your style because you only have one movie, you know. Because you were all about, you know, story structure and trimming all the fat and not having scenes in the movie or even dialogue in the movie that didn't move the story along in some way, you know? Like, I remember I would I would suggest little pieces of dialogue here and there, and very often you had to kind of think, well, if the character says this, is it just a cool piece of dialogue or does it kind of shed some light on the character themselves when you say that yeah. like you know like you i remember you 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 went ahead with the uh oh no my sister you gotta get gots to buy your own i remember you saying the reason you know you loved the line but the reason you included it was because you wanted people to know that cricket knew old shit like really well like not just music but like the culture yeah, she was into disco. She would have known and, those and commercials. She the, and she knew the era. And yeah, she, and she would have absolutely seen those commercials. You yeah, know? you had to, you had to, she had to have a reason for having a car that said kitten with a whip. And right. Having all of these things that went on and made her different from the other kids. So what so. I'm saying, though, is a lot of the things that I caught that were wrong about the process actually were because we, you know, just... Well, I'm saying these guys could have went through the same process. They could have yeah. went and trimmed out all the fat that they thought they got out. They could have thought, you know, oh, I've got the sharpest dialogue and I've left everything in there just like me. Yeah. You know, and then though, we read it and we go, what the fuck? Because I mean, I listen, I look at the second Matrix, no, the third Matrix movie mm-hmm. and I listen to the dialogue and I'm just like, are they fucking kidding me? <laughs> but here's the important thing to know. We don't know what draft this is. Yeah. This could be a 13th draft. It doesn't say on the front. Yeah. <laughs> no, it this could be it, bro. This could be it. I'm assuming that this at, that that's it, you know. I'm assuming that that's it. That's, you know, they've got to the end of it. There's a lot of shit going they, on in They it. already shopped it around. And it's already 103 pages, so they've really chopped it. And they have all know? sorts of stories about how why it didn't get picked up and Well, the eating of the I, rich. I saw the one reference. Uh they're like rich people just didn't want to make a movie about eating rich people. That's bullshit. Your That's scripts a- suck. The dude, I mean, the old lady gets thrown <laughs> in the fucking oven at the end. The dude gets eaten because he's covered in stew. He says you are what you eat. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh, it's like, no, he didn't eat you, though. He didn't even eat you. You never find out. Why he was throwing meat to naked people in the no, alley? No, they never. They never. You're right. They never. Uh, they never it's really like explained was, that. 
was just, I was thinking it was he warming them all up for like you know coming in to the uh, soup kitchen and eating. I didn't get that either. I was like, and what is he like recruits? There's no follow up with uh, the clinic lady. Yeah, I mean her. A weird bitch. Was the was the thing with the boob implant spurting out? Was that the dream or was that reality? That was reality. Yeah, she's she's dead or something, right? Because her titty got massacred. Yeah. yeah. Titty massacre. Yeah, I guess if you're the demon of vanity and your boob gets fucked up, <laughs> then you just die. <laughs> oh, you just want to. Yeah, what else are you gonna? Well, what you know? If you're the goddess of vanity, and you got you got to walk around and look at regular right. mortals with titties. With no Those titties. All, or one titty. Yeah. You, yeah. Got, you got like one deflated titty. Yeah. <laughs> that actually was a good scene. Not so much so that they used it in other movies. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's the next script we're doing? I don't know. I think we're going to have to get together as a group and figure out what we're going to do. Uh, we've got, I mean, Roger Rabbit's a solid choice. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian is a solid choice. Um, Boxes and drumsticks. Yeah, we could do Because that's what original. I was waiting on was getting uh, Jimmy uh, mic'd up. That's the only thing I was yeah. waiting on. So. We, we can do Boxes and Drumsticks next, yeah. even. Let's do that, actually. I want to... All right, we'll make the announcement right now. The official announcement, yep. Boxes and Drumsticks by Trevor Thompson will be our next script. Who's Ex- that guy? Expect it to take a long time. Yes, it's very long. <laughs> it is, it's very long, but it is extremely boring. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, I think it's it's 160 pages. Jesus. Woo! Yeah. It's a whole lot of nothing to say. Yeah, Damn. that's 240. Jesus. It's Man. a two-hour and 40-minute movie. That might be like a... I, I, I get it, because that's how I started out. I yeah. started out like that, and then I had to start chopping them down. And just a teaser for when we do start that next week. Uh, the first page, just a playlist of songs. <laughs> well, the, the most pretentious thing about it is that I didn't even write those songs yet. Like, they were just placeholders. I was like, okay. Well, actually, some of them I did, but it was just like, okay, this song is going to be here, and it has to be about this. And Anyway, I don't want to talk about it yet because jesus okay so uh <clears throat> more of our ferris wheelhouse content is available at soundcloud.com slash ferris wheelhouse you can find uh, table reads and ferris wheelhouse on facebook just you know use that search box uh and if you liked this podcast and aren't yet subscribed you're an idiot and that's gonna get you to subscribe if i call you names right so click subscribe on itunes go to tablereadspodcast.com And uh, Jimmy lives in Detroit. This podcast was created by Sean McBee and produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. (laughs) Fuck. Cut to black.